Hello, beautiful friends. It is I, Laura Von Holt, fairy boss mother, author, entrepreneur, cool person, host of this podcast. Real quick, just a heads up, what you are about to hear is a rebroadcast of an episode that I did on the HBIC Nation podcast, which is another podcast I've been on and co-hosted. Um, and you are going to hear today my myself and my friend Alexandra Houghton. We were leading a couple of workshops called Get Unstuck, Recalibrating the Creative Brain. And uh, we, did a, we did them at a few regional and national writing conferences. And before we went to a big national conference, we thought we would do a podcast episode um, as a preview of the workshop, but also giving tips to people who could not attend the conference. Uh, and I thought some of it might be relevant to you all, so I wanted to rebroadcast that episode here on You're Doing, Doing Great. So you're going to hear Alexandra Houghton and myself, and it's just some of our favorite tips for getting unstuck. Um, if you hear some stuff about conferences that you can't go to, don't worry about it. Uh, but I hope you enjoy and find this helpful, and you're doing great. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. The world keeps spinning round and round. You're too early or you're too late. Can't make it there? That's okay, you're doing great. The voices in your head are kind of jerks. Don't mind them, you're making it work. Win or lose, rock or suck. Here we are, we showed up. Hello, and welcome to the HBIC Nation podcast. This is Laura Von Holt, and I am joined by fellow HBIC... Alexander Houghton. Oh, so this is another one in our um, RWA preview series of um, previews. We're doing a workshops that the HBIC founders will be doing at RWA, the Romance Writers of America National Conference in New York City. New York! And it's like right next to Hamilton, so consider this our Broadway <laughs> debut. Not our debut. Not our Wait, debut. It, I already had my Broadway debut. I already had my Broadway debut, too. No, I didn't. I just made that joke when I got accepted for this workshop. I remember now. <laughs> right. But it seems like so long ago, yeah. I feel like I've already... Like, <laughs> You're a Broadway baby to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Um, so the workshop that you and I will be leading is called Get Unstuck, Recalibrating the Creative Brain. It's yeah. a popular workshop. People, We've given it at NECRA twice. Actually, we did 1.0 and 2.0. So we're giving okay. 1.0 at RWA. Um, people cried, they laughed, they told us how much we changed their lives. So we wanted to pass on all of that goodness to you, fine people. Um, the workshop itself, it consists of some tools from my training in the CI Journey, CIJ Journey, sorry, the name keeps changing, which is a creativity and mindfulness program based in Stanford. And Alexandra, your training in my training comes from the study of mindfulness and self-compassion. I did some work with um, Christopher Germer and Kristen Neff out in Sedona a few years ago. And ever since then, I've been trying to kind of make some really big connections to the creative mind and creative types. Because um, this was kind of the piece that just unlocked a lot of stuff for me personally as a creative human being. Um, and so I was at this workshop and there were a lot of practitioners and yoga people 
um, people who worked with therapy, who worked with kids, and there were not a lot of creative people there. Wait a minute. I mean, I'm sure they were lovely and creative humans in other ways, but there weren't, you know, there weren't singers, there weren't theater people, there weren't writers. And I was like, there's this gaping hole in this community. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is so beautiful. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing some stuff the past few years to kind of bridge those two things. So what we wanted to do today is give you some of our favorite tools that we'll be doing the workshop. The workshop at at RWA is about an hour long, so we can't do everything. We want to make this nice and easy for you. But we're each going to give you our favorite exercise that we will be doing in the workshop. And uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, no, I can totally go first. Okay, so why don't you... Probably a good idea to go first. Go first. um, Are you breathing this morning, Laura? I got excited to call you, so I don't know if I've been breathing since. <laughs> right. I haven't either because I'm also very excited. Yeah. Um, guess what? Breathing's important. <sighs> Did you know that? <laughs> I, thank you. I do now. I love all our listeners at home are like, wow, this is so great. But um, people breathing oxygen, you got to use that beautiful brain of yours, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you get tense. When you get stuck, right, because our whole thing is getting unstuck, if you are suffering from a bout of writer's block, chances are you're not breathing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Chances are you're so just kind of wrapped up in your mind and all of the scariness that's happening there that you're ignoring the big, beautiful world around you. And guess what? Us creative people kind of feed off of that big, beautiful world around us. And when we forget it's there then of course, how can we not help but be stuck, right? Mm -hmm. So my favorite little exercise is just the simplest thing ever. You can do it in the middle of a coffee shop. You can do it in the middle of your office. Um, It's not one of those things where I have you like jumping up and down and making faces and shaking and like all those beautiful theater games and stuff. Um, Nobody will ever know that you're doing this. And it's really just the simplest thing of just noticing the world around you. Right? So start by taking a few breaths. Just in and out. Right? Trying to breathe deep down from your belly, not your chest. Just really get some oxygen going. You're not going to look weird. People aren't going to be like, oh, what is she doing? Or what is he doing? What are they doing? They won't be doing that because guess what? You're just breathing and everybody breathes. So breathe in. And out, you don't have to close your eyes. You can just breathe in and out. And let's start with sight. What do you see in front of you? Do you notice colors, shapes, textures? You're not judging what you're seeing. You're not thinking, oh, that's gorgeous or, oh, it's horrific. You're just taking in the details around you. You don't even have to turn your head because there's something in front of you that you can look at and just notice it. Taking a deep breath in and out. And then we're going to move to sounds. What are you hearing? Are you in a coffee shop? Is there the espresso machine steaming making that noise? Do you hear the sound of your own breath? coming in and out. Not judging, just noticing, just being aware. 
Do you have a little puppy dog next to you snoring? Do you have traffic outside your window? What's going on in your world? What do you smell? You know, you're taking those big, beautiful breaths in and out, so you're smelling something. Just notice it. Be aware. Taste. Are you popping some gum? Is it minty? Is it cool? Did you just take a big sip of coffee? Did you have the world's most perfect iced lemon tea with a hint of vanilla in it? Take a drink. Take a sip. Take a bite of something around you. Or just be aware of the taste of your own mouth. And breathe in and out. Breathe in. Lots of big, beautiful, oxygenating molecules. And breathe out. What can you feel? Are your pants ridged? Are you wearing a really cool shirt that feels great on your shoulders? Do you have a pen in your hand? Is it your favorite pen? What is the weight of that object? Is it smooth? Does it have ridges? Do you have a favorite stone that you keep nearby? Just noticing the world around you. All the while, breathing in and out. And hey, guess what, HBIC? You're probably no longer stuck in your head. That was great. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I did it right along with you, and I was excited. That's one of my favorites. I always feel so relaxed and clear after that five senses exercise right? and it doesn't have to be intense yeah. you don't have to do it as long as we just did it yeah. it can be just really brief noticing um just anything to kind of get you out of your own funk your own stuckness um that's just something really quick and easy that you can do anywhere yeah that was awesome okay okay it's my turn yay, yay. this is how we do the workshop we switch we switch off exercises we switch yeah. off and yeah. we say yay a lot and yay. there's lots of sparkles and we wear sequins so it just <laughs> it, imagine yeah, this yeah. whole time that we're wearing sequins and if you get nervous you can just look at our sequins that's right that's i mean we are a living five senses yeah we we are an um, all right, so, the, so what I'm going to lead you through is one of my favorites, which I call um, Meet Your Gremlin, um, which is a inner critic exercise. And this is one of the ones that was a game changer for me. Um, I often tell people, I'd, until I started um, studying and learning about uh, mindfulness and its relation to creativity and started researching how to deal with your inner critic, it, had, it never occurred to me that we spend so much time learning about craft and marketing and I think of how many programs there are that are, you know where you're learning you're you're learning your craft and you're learning how to you know make money and do all these things and market your business and everything and oh, I'm a class junkie they're so yeah, good um, but there's so little that's often taught w about the mental and spiritual fortitude that it takes to be a creative. And I think it's a disservice um, to creatives that it's not immediately wrapped in. Like, the moment you learn composition, you should be learning, like, how to deal with your inner critic. You know? Um, 
So uh, the first step to mastery is awareness. So um, the first step towards um, having a better relationship, and I don't want to say overcoming your inner critic because I think on some level we always deal with something or it's not like you deal with it once and then they go away. Like you might have to negotiate with different parts of your inner critic and different parts of your life. But the, the first step to mastering um, your inner critic and, and shifting your relationship with that is this meet the gremlin exercise. So you can do this now or you can um, come back to it later. But all you have to do is get a, a pen and a piece of paper, a notebook, you know, whatever. Um, and you're going to draw your inner critic and, you know, this is not going to hang in a museum. It's not Picasso. It can be a stick figure. You're going to draw your inner critic, and you're going to give them a name, a name that is not your own, just a name that you can call them to. Whenever they, they pipe up, you can be like, my, one of mine is called Magda. You can bless Magda. <laughs> I, will t- I would tell you my favorite one, but I don't know if we're swearing on this podcast. Later on, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was Mother Bleepin' Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, banana? Mother Banana Mother Banana Jones. Jones. Yes, okay. that's right, Lexi. Mother Banana Jones. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, Names so that you can just refer to them. Know that that's their voice when they're popping up. That that voice is not your intuition. That not that voice is not your um, voice of wisdom. That is a, a negative belief system that you probably inherited through the course of your life. Maybe from a teacher, a friend, somebody said something to you once that stuck with you forever. Um, but that's not your own true voice. So it, you need to distinguish it from your own true voice so that you um, will so it will lose its power over you. So you draw a stick figure of however this inner critic looks like give them a name that is not your own and then i want you to write down three things that they say to you and these things can be anything that they say they might have 20 to 100 things to say but you're only going to give them three things to say and um for me the most common ones when i am writing is that my inner critic likes to say things like you're not good enough you'll never finish you're writing too slow you started too late uh why aren't you a morning person (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What you have, to you have say. no original ideas. <laughs> uh, you look no so one, foolish. No one wants. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, there, I know, right? So, well, I'm glad that you're trying to know that because when people do this in a group setting, you often end up realizing that everyone has very similar things, and it's it's so funny because you can feel so isolated. Like you're, you think you're the only person that has these voices in your head, and it turns out literally everyone is um, running around town with this like anger gremlin yelling at something gremlin you know um so yeah so the exercise is draw draw it give it a name write down three things it says um and then you know you can put that up and you can throw darts at it you can stick gum on it you can do whatever you want but it you know keep it somewhere so you have a reminder that this is not your true wisdom speaking to you this is a negative belief system and the more that you observe and are aware of when it pops up the more um, mastery you will have over your inner critic and the less power it will have over you and then always just remember that by definite remember that by definition uh, your inner critic is like it's a gremlin it's a liar it's a jerk um, it's it's not mother bleeping Jones yeah mother bleeping Jones um, and yes yeah, so that's my favorite that's my favorite one and I think that will really help you um, so those are our two favorite exercises from the workshop. If you're going to be at RWA, oh, not favorite, favorite. Yeah, uh, I mean, did you I, hear my my lips? Yeah, you're like, like, I, I mean, I love those so much. Two just, very useful tips. Yeah, from our workshop, and you know, whatever you do, we hope that you help yourself and remember that you are your own best ally, and um, get unstuck. Oh, and. 
during our last workshop, Alexandra and I uh, made unstuck AF graphics and things um, to help you if you need them. So the website for that is unstuck-af.com. We will link to these things in the show notes for this episode. Um, they're just pretty graphics that keep you inspired. Yeah, exactly. And um, if unstuck-af.com is not working, you can also type in bit.ly slash unstuck af in all caps and it'll lead you there um yes <laughs> we had a technical difficulty so we'll give you two links in case one of them does not work but you right. know what we persevered over that we did not let our inner critic say don't even make that thing because your url is not working we were like listen inner critic the people need what we have to say they do and they need to be able to find us yeah. because the sparkle squad is totally here yeah. for you oh we and so i think we're gonna sign off by saying my favorite thing that you and i both came up with and i use it all the time which is say, say yes, yes to sequins sequins say, say no, no to, to self doubt we're <laughs> <laughs> we gonna rehearse that a few more yeah, times it's going before great. july okay. Okay. um Goodbye, we don't usually everybody. stay in unison. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on it. Let's just say it right now. <laughs> Love you, people. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or leave a review. You can find me anytime at fairybossmother.com or on Instagram. I'm at Laura Von Holt. You can also find the show notes for every episode and join the You're Doing Great email list where you'll get behind-the-scenes information and extra enthusiasm at fairybossmother.com. Catch you next time, and remember, you're doing great.